for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So for the art, that's why I'm so nice. Welcome to the Man Up Podcast with your host, Wesley. The R Kansas, Texas, Kansas, Louisiana Mauler. And the co-host, Tyler, the Bobcat Coker. Special guest. Howdy, partner. Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves. I decided to be a special guest today instead of the host. I mean, you mostly are a special guest most of the time. Yeah. I don't want to be the host today. I'm just going to. Throwed me off on that one. Yep. I just, I messed everybody up. Oh, so basically Wesley's running this show today. It's Wesley's show today. All right, go. Take it away. All right. It's uh, December, what, 5th? Yeah. Facts. Starting off the Christmas spirit. Tyler's We got Tyler over here. (laughs) Tyler's painted green, though. Yeah. Very Grinchy. Very, very Grinchy. Why, why, why are you not feeling the Christmas spirit this year? I don't know, man. I, I, Most people don't feel it because you, your pockets get real light and you spend a lot of money. But You know, it has nothing to do with that, though. I think it has something to do with being 75 degrees in, in the beginning of December. That hurts, yeah. That's weird. It's yeah. like I just remember being a kid, man, and just out of school, right? So I don't have nothing going on. Now I got to work every day. Yeah. That's a bummer. It's, it's hot as crap still. That's a bummer. Uh, I don't know, like presents. Stuff. Your presents don't hit near as hard as they used to when you were a kid. Your presents definitely don't hit like Pre- they used to. Nah, but but well, when you're a kid, Christmas is like about you, right? But yeah. you know what? I, I'm digging Christmas again. Are you? I got. I went through a, about a ten year phase. I didn't care nothing about Christmas. For real, I couldn't stand it, bro. You like watching the kids light up though. But now that I got kids, I've just I, well, I've just also just kind of decided that I'm gonna start liking Christmas again. So I do. Okay. I just yeah. sort of just like you know what. Fuck it, I'm finna, I'm finna love Christmas. Whoa, buddy. Whoa. ten minutes. I'm gonna brother. take that out. It's okay. We're gonna edit that out. Okay. Forget it. <laughs> I'm gonna like Christmas again. I like it. Ever since then, I now I just I'm kind of doing that with a lot of things in my life right now. I'm just deciding to like stuff again. And well, I've always again. liked Christmas. I, like I, li- I like listening to the music and all that stuff. I don't care much for the music. I'm strange like that, I guess. But it's not, I mean, I I get down with it. And I like winter up until after New Year's. I don't like start. super cold winter. Like, I, like I like it to be cold during Christmas. I like I, a cold Christmas. Night. I like I like it to be cold during Christmas, but I also like a winter that doesn't flip flop. Like you're saying, it's 75 degrees right now. Uh, I mean, it's, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah and, and what really two good. weeks ago it was in the 20s. The, yeah. the flip flop of the winter is what. Yeah, yeah. that that's a dust. And like, I mean, it's 20, only 70, 33, yeah. 58. It's all in the dirty when it does that shit too. It's it's not everywhere. You know what I mean? Right. I don't yeah, know, but down up here, north we they get cold cold winters. I mean, cold. it is what it is. You huh? get further south, it's just warm. Yeah, and out west, this, out west this, is kind of like mid. It's normal. It's fine. It's, we in this we in this no man's land right here. Where man, you don't know like, what's we're going not, on. We're not tropical, but we're not up north either. So it's mm-hmm. like we're not down South Florida. It's like not Arctic or tropical. It's like I, that. Heavy I've been mix at the beach during a during like a sleet storm before. That was confusing. Oh, I'm sure it was like it, it was like sleeting and and icing, but I was on the beach. That's terrible luck. That was a that was well, I was there training. Oh, but it was just a really confusing. All right, it was like I'm at the beach, but it's like icing because <laughs> you don't you know when you don't live down there. And yeah, where they do that? It was at? like on the Gulf. The Gulf is like Biloxi, uh, uh, Gulf Shores area. Um, but yeah, I, I I like Christmas again. I went through a long time there when I was in my. Uh, late teens early 20s that i didn't care much for right but then after having kids and i was like i just like decided like it's kind of sad because as you get older you sort of lose the wonder and things right another thing like like santa claus i found out about santa claus last year you know that really took it out of me 
What do you mean you found out about him? <laughs> I'm kidding. What are you talking about? You know. What? He doesn't really live in the North Pole. Where does he live? South Pole. Oh. North that makes more sense. The North, North Pole doesn't have any actual land, man. Right, and it's really not frozen up there, I don't think. It still it's is. It's green, right? No, the down on the South Pole is where it'll turn green. North Pole ain't nothing but ice. There's no land uh, in the North Pole. That's why. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Down, 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 Do you think reindeers are going to eat snow? They have to eat grass, right? Yeah. So anyways, I found Makes out about sense. that. Yeah, completely. they're probably living yeah, in Antarctica. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, I just decided that like I'm, I'm going to get the wonderment back in my life a little bit to a yeah. certain degree. And so I just try to like lean into it, man. So it's just something you're, you're just mentally doing. Yeah. It's a mindset. I have to make myself do it. I've always, yeah. liked, I've always liked it, but I can see how it could get tough though. Like, um, cause my kids are at the age now where they want every damn thing they can see. Yeah. And you're like, oh, dang, I want to get it for them. But then again, I don't yeah. want to be broke. You ain't getting, I, my, I was talking about it, this. When it, I like watching them open all that cool stuff too though. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to judge nobody's parenting style. And I'm not trying to judge. I'm not trying to call out cause I may even know the people who are doing this. I was walking by one of the event halls over there off of the main drag after the parade, we walked by and there was these people, they were throwing a, bir- a birthday party for like a young kid. It was like a Hulk themed birthday party. And they had rented out this event hall. They had these just incredible balloon decorations and all this stuff. And like, if you got it like that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, but there's a lot of people that like go into debt trying to do for their kids. Yep. They put themselves in really bad financial positions trying to do for their kids. And here's the thing, bro. Your six-year-old kid don't know the difference between all those fancy balloon decorations that event hall in your backyard with a, with a little $100 bounce house. They don't know the difference, and they don't care. You're doing it for you. Just let's be real. You're doing it for you. And you yeah. should not be getting into debt trying to buy, keep up with the Joneses buying make it, your kids Make Christmas. yourself feel better, right? Right. Yeah, so there's no reason to do that. Don't put your Christmas on a credit card. Don't put Christmas on a credit card and not be able to pay that off. Don't go broke. You know what I mean? Scoot that laptop that way. My, my core, I'll scoot to you. My core is hanging Don't go up. broke All trying right. to trying to do for your kids. Don't go broke trying to trying to buy a Christmas and, and have birthday parties. It's so dumb. Like, go invest that money in something that will help secure their financial future Like as they get older. Or put that money in a trust or something. You know, something. Do something where if you want to do for your kids, do for them an a way that's going to build generational wealth. Don't do it on stupid parties and buying them uh, the new a new dirt bike for Christmas when you don't have it like that. Right. Now, if you got right. it like that, that's different. Well, it's easy to get it like that if you save for it throughout the I year. Say it's even, easy you know to get that? it like that. Well, I don't. I honestly, I mean, if you're not, if you're not doing other things for your family so that you can save for Christmas at the end of the year, that's dumb too. No, I'm not saying that. Like I'm just if, saying like if if you have it to save, like. Yeah, if you put a little money back throughout the year. I got a little money I put back you know throughout I mean? the year, and I, I got a little money I can spend on Christmas. But. Like, because I'm putting money back, like I told you before, I'm putting money back in certain different places, but Christmas was one of them. Like, yeah. not a whole lot. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and that. tell y'all I'm going to spend two or $3,000 on my kids for Christmas because I'm not. No. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Nope. I don't want them spoiled. That's yeah. another thing. I don't want my kids thinking that they just got it like that. Right. Well, that's like, I mean, if, I, if I, I ain't got it like it, that. But Even, you, I don't want to go buy them all that stuff too at the nah, same time. Everybody hell with them. I'm better off than I am. So no offense to hell with them. Even if I have it like that, I don't want to know. Not to hell with them, but you know, I don't know if that's the right term. Probably not, but that's just why I feel right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't yeah. literally mean to hell with them, but I'm just I saying, see. like, if even if I have it to give, I don't think you should give all just right. because, like, they don't deserve necessarily deserve all that shit right now. Like, it's kind of like my dad was with me, like. 
when I got older, my dad could have helped me out and could have made my life a lot yeah. easier. My dad knew, and my mom knew, my mom and dad both knew that, like, it was important for me to deal with some struggle and go without some If you don't struggle, you ain't winning Right later. You know, you, you need to go through some struggle, and you need to go without some things to get. Because then blessings hit different when you remember what you did to get them. Right. That's my story today. Mm-hmm. And blessings hit different when you remember what you did to get them. When you, when you remember the grind, when you get there, it hits different. Oh, yeah. You know? And so... I think a lot of parents that do too too much for their kids, they're like setting them up for failure. And I know I know kids, adults now that were that way. And I knew guys that had the world in front of them. Their mom and daddy had money. They were, you know, they they had them in a new fifty, sixty thousand dollar truck in high school. You know, when they were sixteen years old. How many old. of them overdosed on drugs? A whole bunch of them into overdosing or just ended up as a drug addict. Yeah, something. Now they live in trailers. You yeah, know, they, exactly. They, they, they're, it's a bunch of them. Yeah, they, their lives are crap because mom and daddy had a good job, but that that's not necessarily generational wealth. That just means you got cash. Right. Mom and daddy had a good job. They were working and buying, you know, little Stevie anything he wanted. And then all this, I mean, I couldn't tell you how many people I knew that were like that. Then you mm-hmm. got other people who, you know, Maybe it wasn't that bad, but they just handed them everything, handed them everything, and maybe they didn't get strung out on drugs, but they still don't know how to get it on their own. Mm-hmm. They still don't know how to go out and get it on their own. They still mm-hmm. didn't learn how to how to go out there and grind. Because if you gonna if you gonna do something for your kids, teach them how to go out there and get it. Yeah, they, they teach laziness. Yeah, giving te- it to them teaches it to laziness. Them, yeah, it's teaches them they deserve it. Yeah, that they're entitled to it. Like, oh, I, this is what I, I I don't I can't tell you how many people I've heard. Talking about they bought themselves a brand new car they couldn't afford because they quote unquote deserve it. Some of that privilege bullshit, it, man. If you can't afford it, you don't deserve it. No, absolutely the, not. The only way you deserve it is if you got the money to go mm-hmm. get it and you can afford it. Yeah. That's the only way you can earn it is to earn it. Well, I hear people talk about I, I deserve to go get my nails did or a back rub. Like, okay, I can live with that. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, but, but what do you mean you deserve it? I like, don't know. Like, maybe they earned it throughout the week or something. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I worked hard. I worked hard. I deserve this. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Okay, I vibe with that. Yeah. But, oh, you broke as hell and you deserve a brand new $80,000 truck. <laughs> right. No, no, player. Now, you deserve it when you can pay cash for it. That's right. You deserve it. Then you can say, man, I deserve this. I, think, I earned uh, this. I think social media plays a big part in that nowadays, yeah. though, because, um, like you're like saying, going out and getting it. Now, a lot of times, you know, kids coming up are just saying, I don't have to go out and get it. I'm going to become a YouTuber yeah. or something like that. But they don't understand. YouTubers but it's a false, it's a false it pathway, yeah. though. The YouTubers I, had to go out and get it. Yeah, too, they, they do. But, I mean, they. Uh, I think it gives them a false sense that, like, everybody can become one now. Right. Just like an athlete. Not everybody's an athlete. Right. You know? Absolutely. Not everyone's going to oh, become man. a YouTuber. Not everybody's got that personality. Right. Not everybody's um, got the personality. Not everybody's. And there's a little bit of luck that goes into that, too. And it's yeah, a long okay. grind. Getting big on YouTube is a long grind. Cause oh, I'm doing, course, I'm, yeah. I'm working on my YouTube right now. Go follow me at Mississippi Superman, uh, the Mississippi Superman show on YouTube. Get it. Um, but speaking of YouTube, it's a long grind, bro. I'm only like a hundred and something followers right now on YouTube. Hundred, hundred and something. Damn, that's it. And now I got twenty eight thousand some odd followers on TikTok because yeah. it's a it's an easier way to get big. Right. You can't hardly make no money on TikTok. The money's on YouTube. You know, but YouTube's just a slow burn. You just slow burn it, slow burn it, slow burn it. Yeah, but them folks with like 58,000 subscribers, is, is, that's a lot, right? Yeah, if you can get 58,000 yeah. 58, is a lot compared to the like millions you could probably get easily on TikTok. Yeah. It's just a click of a button, you know what I mean? Right. Like weird. And it, it's not as like, I have seen that now that I, like it took me a long time to get my subscribers up on TikTok to a point where I saw a big difference on the number of people watching the video. Now, like a video that doesn't do well, still get a couple thousand views. Right. 
Whereas before a video that didn't do well might get 48 views. Yeah. You know, but like a video now that, like I had one that got almost a million last week or a week or so ago, had one this week get up to like 50, 60,000, you know, decent, okay numbers, you know, like my biggest one we talked about on here before is 4.1 million, I think. Um, and you know, I picked up a bunch of followers from that, and and it, you know, we I pick up several followers every day on TikTok. You got my boy with the with the uh, the diamond tester. Have you seen that guy? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. my favorite Real. right now. Real. Real, Real. Yeah. yeah, he's my favorite. You seen him? He I got like this big ass. Lanakis got on there and uh, oh, he did a did a duet with him. Oh my god, man! And, uh, every fun. time he'd say Will. He'd say real, but he was Andy Milanakis would would turn the picture to a, a picture of Will Smith and he'd go wheel, 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 <laughs> and it was like it sounded like he's saying wheel on the video. It was funny. I like this dude. Man. I haven't seen that. You're gonna have to show me that. Um, but but you know YouTube's a slow burn, and you got to grind. You got to understand the algorithms. You got to learn how to make the videos. You got to learn how to edit or do like me and pay somebody to edit. Which I got to grind. I have the money to pay somebody to edit. You know, like you got to because I don't really want to do that stuff, but you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to, to do all that. And these YouTubers, you know, they, they just found a grind that they really enjoyed and wanted to do, and mm-hmm. they went out there and got it when they were young. And, like, I know all these kids that want to be YouTubers but don't even have a YouTube channel. Right. You want to be a YouTuber, yeah. but you ain't put in not a damn bit of work exactly, yet. Exactly, yeah. You ain't made a video yet. You ain't downloaded Canva to, to make a thumbnail yet. I don't even know if you can do thumbnails on Canva, but uh, I know – Mo's doing our thumbnails now. That's like a whole new thing. You ain't you ain't downloaded a video editing software for your phone yet. You ain't done nothing. You talking about you want to be a YouTuber? You ain't gonna go get a job, but yet you ain't doing nothing to be a YouTuber. You've but done you, zero things. But you deserve that Raptor truck. Oh though. yeah, you you deserve that Raptor. <laughs> you deserve it, Bruh, I'm. So I ain't done. never had that mentality, and I'm glad. Like yeah, that makes me feel like an island boy. <laughs> hey, them dudes getting paid though. I don't know how. For what? Either. What are they doing? Because their gas station boner pills turned into people, and people are interested in that. <laughs> they did what? They look like gas station boner pills that just turned into people. <laughs> look at them, brother. Them dudes is wild. I like them. Like they those look, old dinosaurs used to sit in the water for yeah, a couple they days. Grow they grow That's what they look like. They look like the little. The, what are they called? The little dinosaurs sit in the water. What are they called? I can't remember. They come in little capsules, but yeah, it's they, like, yeah. then, but they, then they grew up and got a drug problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Those dudes are lit. I'm, I like them. I'm messing with them, man. I don't. Yeah, I don't they're care. awful. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, uh-uh, but that's the type of shit that the world's paying for. You know what I mean? Like, but they're kind of making fun of them. See, I don't Some care. Don't One of them dudes had like a stack of hundred dollar bills holding up to his face. I was just like, wow, that's a lot of, yeah. a lot of dollars out right there. They're, 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 they're making more money than me, and they are plum retarded How looking. How much money did bad, what's bad Bob, baby, bad Bobby get? You talking about uh, Cash Me Outside? outside girl. That girl's paid oh, right now. Man. She's so paid. She got a huge mansion. Oh, because she got on Dr. Phil's like, Cash Me Outside. How about that? Did you see how much she banked on in one day on the OnlyFans, though? Uh-uh. It was in the millions, I believe. Who's trying to look at that girl on OnlyFans? No, it was reported. No, I ain't never been on that. The OnlyFans. I look at it. I'm just saying. She like 16 years old. No, she grown now. That no, shit was so old. long she ago, bro. She probably like 21. I ain't trying to look at that old ratchet chick. I'm, I'm not trying know. to, but I'm not saying I wouldn't look at it. I'm finna look it up. <laughs> look it up. Fuck it. I'm not. Y'all, that's all y'all, man. I mean, I'm gonna show it to you. Um, well, you ain't gonna be able to see it if you don't pay for it. Um, she made so much money. There's a lot of people that have gotten famous over some really dumb stuff. And have made a lot of money from it. And it, but one thing you got to give her is the fact that she went and capitalized on 
that little bit of fame she got. It says right here. It says Bad Baby broken OnlyFans record, making over one million within her first six hours on the platform. Who was wanting to no check out way. that chick? You know, it's no way crazy. A million dollars in six hours. Yeah, a million dollars in six hours. Wow. What are we doing with our lives, guys? Just to, to flash and stuff. We out here. We out here. Oh, this type of stuff hustling. she's doing, though. This type of picture she's putting on there. That's why she's selling. Oh, she like. She's okay. thoughting out. She's thoughting out hard. So. I mean, still. I mean, when you're selling your body, you're going to make money. You got perverts out there trying to. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I mean, I figured that's what she was posting. That ain't nothing. I thought she was a rapper. She is a rapper. Clearly, she's, she's just a, also doing OnlyFans. Clearly, she's like a. a, a Low uh, low budget porn star too. Right, that's what a lot of these girls are doing now. They they they're figuring they're they're figuring out that if you're willing to like not have morals and sell your body online, that you can make a whole lot of money without a whole lot of work. I mean, if I get away with selling pictures of my ankles and my pinkies, I would do that all day every day. And my socks. Yeah, I mean that's cool. I sell my socks online. A war pair of workman socks. So if you want to buy Tyler socks, send us an email at manofpodcast90@gmail.com. Hey, that's right. I'm gonna go buy. Thirty pack of Hanes. He'll 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 wear them under his work boots while he at work all day. Then he'll go home, do some yard work in them. That's right. And we will uh, you, we'll send them to you overnight in a Ziploc bag. Hundred dollars a pair. Hundred dollars a pair. So if you want a pair of Tyler's work boot socks, send us the email manuppodcast90 at gmail. That's right. See, so that ain't even bad. It ain't like I'm selling draws or nothing. You know what I mean? Would you sell draws? Mm, I mean, yeah. You would sure. Them, them, them underwears. What about you, Wesley? I fart all in them you? and then sell them. Would you sell your drawers for some cash? Yeah. Oh, for sure. What else would you be selling them for? <laughs> <laughs> Drugs, bro. I mean, Straighten them out. We in the life, bro. Use them as a bartering tool. We <laughs> hey, look, I tell you what. You give me that bottle of whiskey, I'll give you three pairs of dirty underwear. Deal. Deal. We so, in the life right now, man. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, if you could, who wouldn't? You know what I mean? A lot, a lot yeah. of women could. I knew. No, I, I mean women are woman, doing that. This one woman in Tuscaloosa that is that works with a friend of mine. She was telling me she had a guy pay her. I think it was like three or four hundred dollars for one pair of panties. Worn, right? Yeah, worn. Some dirty ass, dirty panties. Ejaculate, crackulated panties. That's disgusting. That's crusty disgusting. old panties. Yeah. I mean, he paid for them. I mean, but I, I, them. them fetishes, man. Them fetishes are weird. The feet fetishes, the the, the the panty fetishes, all that. Yeah, you never mean, sniff no panties in your time. I mean, on. <laughs> That's not the same. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't get, I don't get my rocks off. Doesn't do it for you, huh? No. Yeah. I mean, it's uh it's some, it's some weird stuff out there, man. I don't, th- I think there's stuff a lot weirder than that. Oh feet, yeah. I mean, there's some the feet, the feet, and the panties. I mean, that's one thing. I mean, you got to think about the two girls in the cup, right? I don't. Was were there a lot of people that were actually into that though? Or was what? it more of a shock factor video? I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I'm sure people are into it. Got to have. Yes. I mean, they got to be because you got to have people who do it. Scat porn is a thing, bro. Yeah, scat yeah. porn is a thing. Ugh, it's disgusting. Not my thing. Nah, it's hell a, no. It's not my thing at all. I put a toe in my mouth, but I'm not. I'm not finna. I eat toes. Yeah. I ain't messing around with none of that mess. No, no man. Not me. Not me. Man, you got to think about from Christmas to this. I, I don't know that rabbit hole we're talking about. Oh, yeah. The mad, <laughs> bad Bobby. Baby. What, ba- what's, her, what's her name? I don't care. Rabbit hole, man. I, I was I was trying to explain to somebody yesterday. We were talking about famous people and how much I don't care about the news. That's why we can't do, I can't do like a, 
like a current events podcast. Because I've thought about doing like current events on here, like talking about current events. I can't do it because I don't care. I don't give two shits. I was reading about, uh, I don't remember, Pete Davidson. He was, and he's dating old girl. Supposed to be dating old girl. And I can't. Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian yeah. yeah. And I was trying to explain. I was trying to remember her name last night. And I was honestly proud of myself because I couldn't remember her name. And then also I described to her as the O.J. Simpson girl. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of to describe oh, her. Oh, boy. Like, you know, oh, O.J. Simpson girl. Oh, you oh, O.J. Simpson lawyer daughter. Nicole Brown? Like, what? Wait, what? What? Yeah. what? And I was like, you know the... And then it hit me. Oh, yeah, Kim Kardashian. Um, that is good. I could not... I like anything about them. There's nothing I care about less than what that chick is doing. And it's nothing against her. She's probably a very nice person. She's sure. probably she's obviously a hustler. She's a billionaire for sure. No, you, you can't become a billionaire if you're not hustling. No, like you can't become a billionaire if you're not working hard. She, mm-hmm. her, and her family. Do I agree with the methods they did on all of it? Like her mom leaking her sex tape and all that. I don't agree with that. Her mom leaked who sex tape? Kim sex tape. Did that? Yeah, her mom did that. I didn't know that. That's, that's what, hustling right there. That's what the word is talking about the Ray J sex tape. Yeah, the Ray J sex tape. Wow, yeah, that's that. lit, dude. Because I mean, that's what put them on the map. I think yeah. no, the dollar was, signs do strange stuff. It had mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. That but dude, bro, could you imagine leaking your daughter's sex tape for fame and money? Uh, no, not me. That's what I'm saying. Not me. I mean, it's a. But that's one reason I don't keep up with the Kardashians. Baller move, but at the same time, it's wow. like it's super like, sleazy. You're really, you're really selling your soul to Satan. Like, yeah, it's a sleazy move, but like, like I mean, your kid. Like, think about it. it's your kid. Like your child, right? Mm-hmm. You have a video of your child what you about having the sex, rich folks, bro, with an R and B singer, and just putting it on blast, leaked it and to the world, line of the world, to the world. Watch your little girl get fucked, boned down. Yeah, think, think about that. That's sleazy as hell. I mean, that's really selling your soul to Satan. Yeah, but they're all screwed up like that too, because obviously they're still cool. She's cool with it, right? And I was like, yeah, I think she was. That would have caused a divide. Between it should have. you would think it would have, but the fact that it Some didn't. Some things are just meant to be private. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, don't, you don't leak your kids. No. And if she wants it leaked, let her leak it. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. The fact that that happened just kind of lets you. know. I don't know for sure that that's what happened. But that's like the room. That's what people think. That's why them people are aliens, bro. They're not real people. I, I'm really. I'm like. Have you heard the theory about like the lizard people? That's what I'm talking about. A lizard yeah, person. Lizard they're, they're weird or something. Cause they. Yeah. No real person would have done that. Right. Unless they're, you know, they're some backwoods, weird ass. They're off. Alabama shit. Man, there's a family here in Columbus that I was telling some people about this last night. Who's Reeves? That you think are lizard people? No. Um, <laughs> they call the cops all the time because they'll be getting in fights with each other about who gets to sleep in the bed with mama tonight. Uh-huh. Swear to God. For real? They be doing stuff with mama and with their biological mother. And they'll be having fights. Um, and having to call the police and that's how I know about it because I know some of the officers have been called out on that and uh, they'll be having fights over and they'll get they'll get in fist fights with each other fighting over who gets to stay in the bed with mama they ain't never just thought about you know let's just both do it since they're gonna be weird about it it's gross but I mean you know what I'm saying I mean instead of both of us going to jail nobody's going to sleep with mama fuck it let's this is not a family show. I don't care what you say. And <laughs> That's going on gang here in Columbus. Mama, hell That's going on here in Columbus. Yeah, swear to God. That's crazy. Yeah, swear to God. I teach them how to do the damn There's thing. some wild stuff that goes down, bro, in every town. Yes. Every oh, town. Sure, there's wild things. That you don't That's know crazy, about. though. There is like some there is like some freak show, circus side show type people that live in your hometown. Wherever you're listening to this from, wherever you're at, 
I, I just mispronounced listening, but wherever you're listening from, <laughs> wherever you're at, I promise you there is some wild Tiger King, uh, like the Hills Have Eyes bull crap going on in your city yeah. right now. Absolutely. Always strange right story. now. That's like we talked about a while back about the fella that was riding around Columbus with a hearse on the back of his bicycle. No, it was a casket. Casket, yeah, yeah. hearse. What am I talking about? Uh, yeah, uh, a casket, yeah. yeah. He was using it as a toolbox. Do what? There was <laughs> a guy here about a year or two ago. He was right. Was a, you not on that with us? No, nah, I haven't heard this. He had bought a casket and he had hooked a, like a trailer hitch to it and hooked a trailer hitch to the back of his bike. And Where's the wheels? So he put, put it on, he put a, like, on like a on like a little trailer. Okay, okay, kind okay. Of deal. I'm like, feeling so it, like or put wheels on the casket. So the casket was like a trailer, and they hooked it to his bike, and he was gonna put his tools in there. And uh, people called the cops on him because you just like riding around town with a casket in the back of your bike. It looks like it was some Halloween shit. <laughs> it looked like he was on his way to a Halloween party or something. It was wild. It that was, was here in Columbus because I took pictures of it. I, I basically have them on my phone somewhere. For real. Um, but I took pictures of it because I was like, man, what in the world is going on, bro? That's all I was doing, using the toolbox. Yeah, that, well, that's what he said. That's what he, when they pulled him over or stopped him, um, I guess you are pulling him over if they're on a bicycle with a casket. I don't know. Uh, but they stopped him, and they were like, what are you doing with this, man? He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm using it as a toolbox. And they were like, bro, you can't do that. Why? I'm sure he could. I don't know. Sure, there's no is. law against using the casket as a toolbox as long as there's be, not a dead person in it. Shouldn't there be, though? No, I'm just playing. There shouldn't be. Should, I mean... Maybe I don't know what I, I mean. I, I mean, it's definitely weird. It's weird, but I don't. Illegal, but it's definitely like weird. like. There's a lot of cringy shit that I don't think should be illegal. Right, I agree with you. Like to I come to me and say, "Hey, man, you can't use that casket as a toolbox." Yeah, like oh, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure I, can. I can. Yeah, pretty sure I can. I mean, there's not a there. dead person in there. I can use it as a toolbox. Okay. Yeah. Why pretty don't you quit being so judgmental? Pretty sure I can do whatever. I mean, there's I want a lot of ju- it's a lot of judgy shit goes on. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, well, you the, but you should judge people as often as possible. Why? Because like, all right, man. When people, when you got a homeboy doing a homeboy, not just uh, everybody. That's different. But you gotta, you gotta, you need to be a good friend. I ain't say that, bro. Now, if you was riding around with a casket exactly. to a bicycle, I'm gonna have to call you out. You should clown me, but often, every time you of see. Of course, me. I would. You know, I would. Yeah, exactly. But you that's not the point. Yeah. Like homeboy might. What if they was into that weird shit? His homeboys might have been like, "Hey, bro, that's a dope ass toolbox." Well, then he needs better homeboys. I agree with that too, but that just might be his circle, man. He needs a new Everybody circle. ain't got a good circle. You need to change that. Everybody ain't got your, your kind of circle. Support. You I mean, but you could, they need to have my circle. They need a new circle. I mean, yeah, I, I, I really. Everybody ain't got friends like me. I you feel know what like I'm I need a. I feel like I need a different, like not a different circle, but I need more people in my circle to help me. You know, right? Do but, better. But everybody don't have friends like me and Wes. That's true. Like you're lucky. That's right. So if you did have lucky. a casket behind your bicycle, we'd tell you, man, yeah. you look like a damn fool. Yeah, you look like what you think? Michael Myers. What are you, John Carpenter, motherfucker? You know what I mean? <laughs> vampire? <laughs> man. Yeah, just you a vampire. You got to take a nap yeah, somewhere just randomly. Like, oh, oh, the sun's out, bro. I better hop <laughs> Can in. Can you imagine how heavy that mug was if it was slapped down with tools? Was it, just a, was it a wooden one or was it like a real good one? It was like casket. a silverish color, wasn't it? was like it? a real casket. Yeah. Good, good. One. It was like one you would get buried in. I, I, well, I tell you that probably. You know why he probably had it? And <laughs> I'm sound ridiculous. I bet that some bitch don't leak. I bet, I bet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you do have a point there. It I probably mean, don't leak. I mean, it probably seals shut. You His know, tools ain't good. gonna get rusted up. Nah. Yeah, I got a bunch of rusted tools right now from sitting in the toolbox. It goes back of my truck, and they all rusted. See up what right I'm now. talking about? So I hope I might true. be onto something. He might be a he might be a dead gum genius. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just sitting here thinking, but. 
I wonder what he did because obviously he hadn't been riding around town with it since then. I wonder how you get rid of something like that. Where did he get it? Maybe he just parked. Where it. you get it, and then how do you get rid of it? Like, maybe he get didn't it? get rid of it. Maybe he parked at his house to use the toolbox. May I don't think so. Though. No, maybe. I mean, he was he was using it. Or maybe like, it was all a rouge, and he had to bury somebody, but he couldn't afford a funeral, so he just went and got his own casket. Facts. That would. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. would go along with the weird shit that happens in going. Welcome on. to yeah. America, brother. Because yeah. shit ain't easy all the time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was riding a bicycle, right? Yeah. He didn't have no car. He didn't have no money for a car then. Yeah. Or he didn't have too many DUIs and can't drive. One of the two. One of the two. Right. Which I mean, he probably broke then, too. No, yeah, shit's bad on some folks. Yeah. It can get rough out there. It's hard out here for a pimp when he's trying he to get He may have been one of them rich kids we was talking about earlier. Yeah, could be. I, I don't know, man. All I know is that homie was on a bicycle. And he had a casket. That's the end of the story that I know for. I don't that. know, man. It's a wild story. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a weird. I don't know. Really a big guy. He's a little guy. A little guy. He's a little guy. Yeah, Let me tell you something about a lot of big guys. They don't ride bicycles. That's why they're big. They don't ride bicycles. All right. But they be acting hard. How many? They do be acting hard. We talking about that. Acting hard they, as hell. They do act hard. Little guys can act hard too, though. But yeah. Oh, the smaller they are, yeah, the yeah. harder they act too. It's crazy. It's insecurity. It's a like, syndrome. There's no happy medium, you know what I mean? It's insecurity. Little bitty dudes should not be talking too much shit. When you're acting hard, though, it's, but that's why. Is they're, they're little, so they're insecure. Uh, yeah, but they tell watermelons, too. You remember them little dudes we used to make fun of holding them watermelons? <laughs> walking around? Okay. Just stick arms. I mean, arms no bigger than mine. No bigger than the squirrel. Wes talking about them invisible lats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the imaginary yeah, lat syndrome. Just watermelons, man. It's like crazy. Oh, I was wondering what you are talking about. Yeah, like yeah. the imaginary lat syndrome. Dude. Couple workouts at the core and then leave, thinking they thinking they're just jacked. The rock, oh yeah. It's 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 insecurity though, is what it is. Like like is like people don't talk about how men are insecure. Like people people even though we like everybody talks about women's insecurities about their beauty and stuff, but men deal with it just as much as women do. Of course, our size, our dicks, our you know everything. You know, men are very insecure, and when that insecurity runs amok and isn't checked. You turn to a fucking asshole. You turn, yeah, you turn into an asshole. It's true. You do. You yes. turn into an asshole. You you just, it's an ego thing too because a lot of times we think that we've got to have these identities to cover. Like we want to wear masks to cover up our identities. Yep. And so like deep down we know we're soft and so we put on this hard exterior to cover up the fact that we're soft. And so you're really just like, it's really just insecurity is all it is. And what you don't realize is, is people can see through that mask. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. sees through it, bro. Just be you. Because everybody sees that that's a mask. Yes. We're around you. We know that's not really you. You're not really hard like that. But Stop a, trying to But you get around way. a bunch of motherfuckers who just all act like that. It's like, don't y'all all know you could end up in a fire together? You know what I mean? Getting the <laughs> mm-hmm. shit beat out of you somewhere at the same exact time. Because you talked the wrong shit to the wrong group of folks that I know. Well, I've seen it happen to yeah, how many yeah. times? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. We've seen it happen. We've seen it happen. Yeah. Been involved in it a time or two. I, I'll be honest with y'all. I've never been involved with it because I just haven't. you never been involved getting in a fight with somebody that was talking about shit? I'm just saying like in the group setting. You know, oh, the group wow. setting that I, we were talking about the other day, how when I'm around, everything was always kosher. And then the one second I leave, it turns into like Armageddon. Because I, I had like the good then. the good vibes. I put out yeah. the fun, funny, positive vibes. And then other people put out the... There was times though that you were there that things popped off. One or two times. Yeah. But not all the time is what I'm saying. But 
those times I think I almost was involved one time. Yeah. I shook my fist at a guy and said, you're a lucky <laughs> boy. Yeah. One time. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I've been in fights with people over stupid shit like that, but I'm just talking about I've seen, like, multiple people get beat up by other multiple people. Right. In other settings, like like house party settings, shit like right. that, right? Because you show up, everybody hard, let's crash this party, or, yeah. oh, damn, now all of them going to the hospital? Like, yeah. wow, that was fast. It, it really just comes down to, like, an overactive ego. Yeah. Because your ego is just who you believe you are. But that shit happens anywhere now. And then mm-hmm. you, right? you, well, because because there's no test of adult, of manhood anymore, I think. Oh. I think that's why a lot of young men are so insecure, because we don't really know what makes us a man anymore. Well, we don't. Do. We don't really have like a like a like a coming of age transition where we like. Okay, well now you're a man. Now you can. Now now you're gonna go out and prove your manhood, and you, you know, and you you go out and you start looking for stuff, or you go out and look for what you believe masculinity is, which is aggression, or you know, you you're looking for that for that belonging. You know what I mean? You're looking for that like. You want to be an alpha. You want to be the baddest man in the pack. And, and so, I mean, it's natural. It is natural. Yeah. But just coming to terms with the fact that, like, it's not real. Because all the people that I know that are hard don't act hard. All the people that I know that are hard, like, for real hard, I'm talking mm-hmm. about, like, kill you in a second. Kill you with their bare hands. Like, they're always the coolest people. Yeah. yeah. They're always super chill. They're always, like, laid back. They're joking around, having a good time. Like, they don't want to fight you. They got nothing to prove. And I noticed this with me, too. Like, as I got older and I became more dangerous or a better fighter and I became a better martial artist, I stopped. Like, when I was younger, when I used to go out, I went out hoping we'd get in a fight. Yeah, you had something to prove. Uh, yeah, exactly. I still had a little something to prove to the world. Right. I was still trying to prove to everybody that I was a badass. Now. You proved it to yourself. I, I, I believe it, yeah. So I ain't got shit to prove to nobody else. Right. You know what I mean? Like. If if some little 18, 19 year old punk was sitting there just like saying I was a punk and I wasn't about nothing, I was a bitch, whatever, yada, 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 it would take an awful lot to get me up off my chair to whoop his ass. Right. He'd have to talk for a minute. He'd have to he'd have to insult my wife or my kid. He'd after be, my had kids to be or, one of the folks that slapped you, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. He put his hand on me. You know? Yeah. Now, when I was, we was talking about that, you know, like folks at work talking about they going to slap somebody or whatever. You know, there was a time. I don't want to tell the exact story we were talking about beforehand, but there was a time if I was out somewhere at a bar, if I was at work. At school, hell. At school, yeah. yeah or at school, this. and somebody was like, man, the moment I find out who took my homework, I'm going to knock you out. I did it. And the moment, yep, the moment and that I they said that, it wasn't even me. I'd be like, yeah, it was me. Mm-hmm. What's up? Because I just wanted to fight. And then I also took offense to the fact that you just assume you can knock anybody in this classroom out. <laughs> and I'm in this classroom. Yes, that's a deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, you ain't knocking me out. But it Maybe really, you are, but no, you're really not. It really don't matter. You oh, know, at the end of the day. Who cares? Who cares if he thinks he can knock me out, you know? But there's still a little ego left in me, though. There's still a little pride left in me. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm above it. No, I got a little bit too, but it's just I try I try every day not to. Right. You know every I mean? day I wake up, yeah, I wake, yeah. I wake up and I and I try to let a little bit more of my ego go. Just check yourself. Try a to bit. try to be a little bit more humble, you know. Yeah. Um and it's funny too because I, you know, I deal with like everybody else, you know, like I deal with not believing I'm enough or believing I'm good enough. Like I wake up a lot of mornings like, "Damn, when am I ever going to be good enough? When am I ever going to like oh, yeah. be worth it?" You know what I mean? When am I ever going to be good enough to you know, trying somebody to go to the UFC here. When am I ever going to be good enough to, you know, be 
a good jujitsu coach or be a good father. You know, like like I think, I think everybody. everybody, that. everybody yeah, that's what I was. I think everybody. I've been dealing with that some, some myself lately, just on a different level, but yeah. with you know some personal stuff going on too. But yeah, I think everybody does. But that also, I think that's a you know waking up and checking yourself also. But that's mm-hmm. also part of having a like a good group of us like that. You got friends that help you check yourself too. Right. If you don't have people who are close to you and, and uh, are false friends, they're just gonna let you slide and your ego's just gonna balloon up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes both ways though, because like yeah. you, you gotta like believe. Like a lot of times. Ego comes from a place of scarcity. It comes from a place of I'm actually not good enough. So, like, I have to rely on my ego of who I believe that I am. If I boost this belief of who I am, not who I actually am, but this belief of who I am. Because here's the thing. Everything you believe about yourself is made up. That's a weird thing to think about. Like, your personal identity is really just things that you've reinforced in yourself to believe about yourself. Mm -hmm. And you can change any one of them. Anything about you and who you are is really just a narrative that you've written in order to give yourself an identity. It's the matrix. And in any point of any part of that could be rewritten at any time mm-hmm. by you. So if it's the matrix, it's the matrix. It really is. It We're is. living in the ma- matrix. Like now it makes sense. Like most of who <clears throat> you are is subconscious, right? But most of who we are is not our conscious mind. It's our subconscious mind. It's who we, what we believe we are. And do, if you want to change it, it's all about changing little habits and then acquiring small pieces of evidence a little bit at a time to back up the new you. You know what I mean? All right. Like, if you want to change something about yourself, let's say if you want to change the fact that you are you eat healthy, or you, like you're a healthy person, you eat healthy, you, you exercise, and um, you're a fit person. Right. How you change that mentality is is you cast a whole bunch of votes. Now, there's going to be votes going both ways. It's like, like an election, right? I got this from a book I'm reading called Atomic Habits. I should check it out. Um, it's a vote. So every time I go to the gym when it's raining or snowing or everything's closed, whatever, I go to the gym and I eat right, whatever, that's one vote. Every time that I pick a salad over a burger, that's one vote to me being a healthy person. And then when I pick another one, a bad choice, that's one vote for me being an unhealthy person. The goal is for just to have more votes for you being a healthy person than votes against. There's, of course, going to be votes against. Yeah. Nobody's perfect, right? The thing is, though, the more you make votes for, the more it changes your identity of who you believe that you are. And the people who go on to be super fit and be super strong are the people who believe that's who they are. It's like people who are millionaires that just believe they're millionaires way before they're ever millionaires. That's a lot of time who ends up becoming a millionaire. They just believe it. They just, they like... I'm going to be honest with you. I've always kind of been that way. I've always sort of viewed myself as a millionaire. And I didn't really start doubting myself truly until recently. Like recently is when I started like, do I really have what it takes to be successful? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. So this book you talk about, is this an audio book or a real book? That's what I'm doing. I don't do regular books. I I was going to say I hate reading. Yeah. I I don't have the attention span for it. Okay. I need to start doing that audio books. I do one chapter a day during my workout. I listen to one chapter of a book during my workout first thing in the morning. My new morning routine is um, I probably should switch my breathing exercises. I do. I get up in the morning. I take the kids to school. On the way to school, me and the boys talk about what we're grateful for that day. So I ask the boys every day, name one thing you're grateful for, and then they ask me one thing I'm grateful for. Oh, yeah, I seen that on one of your stories every yeah, day. That's yeah. my that's my everyday routine. I drop the kids off at 730. I come here. I get dressed, and I go to the core. 
I listen to one hour or one chapter of my, whatever book I'm reading at the time because I, it's just really important for me to make sure that I'm getting something really positive in my ear first thing in the morning and I'm exercising first thing in the morning. And then I can be. it's easier for me to be positive the rest of the day. It's easier for me to like mentally deal with the stress of the day and not get bummed out and sad because um, that's one thing that happened to me, especially if I run out of things to do. If I sit back here and I don't have anything to do, I'll get sad. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I get done with that and I do my Wim Hof breathing techniques um, and meditate, and then I start my day, and that's my that's my morning. You meditate morning. like this? No, do I do Wim. I do I, Wim Hof. Basically, is a type of meditation. Oh. Sometimes I do. Basically, all you do when you're meditating though is you just find like what I do is I just focus on my breathing. I just ten minutes. I don't think about anything but my breath. I just focus on breathing in and breathing out. Breathing yeah, in. eyes open or closed? Closed. Okay. Because I don't want like visual distractions. All right. But I just sit down in a chair, put my hands on my lap. Earplugs or no earplugs? I don't do earplugs. Um, I don't do music or anything either because that's something that can distract me. So I just, I do nothing but focus on breathing. Now, the Wim Hof breathing is like faster pace breathing. Um, you'll do like 30 inhalations and exhalations. Do y'all know who Wim Hof is? No, we talked us, about it last week. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I don't know who it is. He's pretty wild. You need to look him up. Um, the Iceman. The Iceman. Yeah. Because he like climbs like Mount oh, Kilimanjaro, no Mount Everest in shorts right? and stuff. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. he can like. Manipulate oh, his body shorts. on a yeah on a molecular level and like heat himself up with his breathing techniques and he can fight off uh, sickness with it and whatever and it's his like breathing one of his breathing techniques that I do in the morning. Um, and Where then you be learning this shit? Alan actually initially turned me on. I'd heard about it before that, but then I just got off YouTube. It's on YouTube free. Is this one you was talking about you do and it'll make your chin tingle uh-huh, and stuff like my, that. The- my chin doesn't tingle as bad as it used to. Now my neck will tingle more. My fingers tingle more. Um, but yeah, it makes stuff like almost feel like they're going numb, like your body. But then you get done and you feel like this overwhelming, like, uh, peace and this, like, just like everything's okay. You know what I mean? Does it give you any energy? Like, yeah, it does. That's why I really should do it before my workout. Yeah. Hmm. I need to, might need to try that. Cause you know what I really like is like, I don't know if it does everybody this way, but I know it does some people like when you get out of a sauna uh-huh. and you get that like refreshed, like yep. I've got energy feeling. I like that feeling. Yeah. I do saunas in the morning when it's cold. If it's cold in the morning, I get in the sauna before I wear a lift. I need to start. And I'm also doing sauna. cardio. That's another thing I do every day is I do cardio before my lift or after my lift every day. And Friday, like Friday, I just did cardio. I did Jacob's Ladder on Friday. Um, you go every morning? Mm-hmm. Yep. Monday through Friday. Sometimes on the weekend, too. But not this weekend. I've got a membership there. I may start hauling you on my days off. Come on, holler at me. Any, any day that you, or, or when you get out, if you work nights. You meet me there in the morning. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. On the days in the morning. Um, yeah, it's uh, it gets me kind of in the right headspace and uh, just helps me start my day right. You know, um, I'm also and I do cardio every day. And right now, the reason I'm doing it, yes, I want to get back in shape with my injury and everything coming off this knee injury, and I'm not able to do cardio. But the and it like I want to get lean, whatever. The number one reason I do cardio, I think I said this last week. Yep. It's because it sucks. Because I don't want to do it. I just think it's a great thing. And then I'm doing this other thing. If I've got something like on my to-do list for the day or for the week, because I got sometimes some things I just got to get done that week. So I put on my to-do list. I do that first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning is whatever I want to do the least. That way, like no matter what else happens that day, okay, first thing in the morning, I got done. the worst thing done. So I'm, I'm accomplished that day. Like I've now, I'm going to feel good about that day no matter what now. Because I did something I really You don't have to do. dread Right, I get, it gets that dread. You don't want to do dread, like that little dread stuff. Will that'll sit in the back of your mind and eat at you. 
and then you'll pile it up and you'll Mm -hmm. throw something else back there and you'll put something else off and you'll procrastinate and i'm a big procrastinator oh yeah hardcore you know so i I like to this is just little things i'm doing because you're calling me out on it because i'm big on mental health right now um and the reason i am is because it's stuff that i struggle with on y'all on what the fact that i'm just it's all i'm talking about on every episode yeah that's all you ever talk about now yeah yeah um, you like cause, it though It's cause it's something I'm struggling with I mean it's working So fuck it Let's run it It does help Yeah it's been helping me It's cool I've just caught I'm not really calling you out I'm just making sure you knew Yeah I know Cause some people have that Short term memory Where they don't remember What they talked about After they talk about it I, I do have that And but, uh Cause Taylor always asks Like what y'all talk about Like I literally When I get home from here And I'm like Fuck I don't know I have just no listen, idea I'm the same You know what I'm the same way. When I send the podcast To Dwayne Or I'm posting the episode And then I have to like Title it and I want to title it or like a description of what we talked about. Yeah. And I have no clue. No, you got it. Yeah. Because there's so many different things that we talk about in a single episode. We yeah, just kind of touch hole, on dude. a lot. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what we talked about. I, I could probably hit like two things and yeah. I'm done. Right. You talked about that for two hours. I'm like, first of all, we didn't go two hours. Second of all, no, but I have no idea. Yeah. Just listen. She's like, no, I'm, I'll pass. I'm good. I don't I'm listen like, to your bullshit show. It's strange how that happens though. Because they're. There's like a, I'm the same way. Like I can't remember after we talked about it. And then I can't even remember what we talked about last week, mm-hmm. but there's like a, a threshold that it crosses your brain. Cause like if we talk about something, I'll be like, Oh, we talked about that six weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah after when it comes back it's up. Weird. Yeah. But then yeah, like yeah. a week or two out, I'm like, I don't remember. Not the hell I, you I literally have to hear it twice. And it's like deja vu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's weird. Yeah. Struggles cool. like that. Yeah. I, I, I get into kicks that like, I want to talk about whatever I'm doing to help myself right then. So, like, whatever struggle I'm having is what I'm talking about on the podcast. Maybe we should all, like, have this big circle thing jerk going on about, like, what we're struggling with each week. And we can all talk about what Could we're be. struggling with. A lot of times I don't like talking about what, I struggle, what I'm struggling with. I always talk about it. From, I always, like, shed it. I just talk about it in a positive light. So, like. I'll be like, this is what I'm doing to help my anxiety. Instead I'm of me, saying me being we like, can all talk about it and then we can figure out ways oh, yeah. to fix it. Yeah, I get really down because I'll be like, you know, it's hard not to take certain things personally. And I have a big ego. And that's something that I've, I've realized over the past year is like a lot of the struggles in my life are due to my ego. Well, it's with a head that fact. big, you have to have an ego. You know, a big ego. Do what? With a head that big, you have to have <laughs> a big, big ego, ass, right? Head. And then I gave my son my big ass head. And this peanut head of mine, I have a small one, so it's normal. <laughs> but I found that, like, a lot of it is, like, and especially, like, being an MMA coach with a big ego is a hard thing to do. It's hard to do because what being a coach is is the opposite of being a fighter. I was talking about this with Dan the other day, the other day this week because we were talking about, like, how fighters will get done fighting, and there's really no next move from fighting unless you were, like, really, really good. And a lot of fighters think that the next move from fighting would be coaching. That's a totally new skill set. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly a lot of times the opposite. What, what makes you a good fighter, not even skill set wise, but, but as a person, may, might make you a terrible coach. Because I don't think that you have to be selfish to be a good fighter, but fighters usually are selfish. And to be a coach, you have to be selfless. It's what you are. You are, you are constantly sacrificing. Like, your entire life is sacrifice. Your whole world is, I'm going to put myself in a position to just pass my knowledge on to you. You know what I mean? And now, as a gym owner, it's not all sacrifice because I get paid from a gym. But as far as coaching fighters, fighters don't pay your bills. Fighters barely pay gym dues. Most of the time, they don't, most of them are never going to be in a UFC, in the UFC. Like, 0.0001% of them are ever going to make it to the UFC. 
the ones that do make it to the UFC are only going to be there for a couple fights. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're probably not coaching the next Conor McGregor. And when you are, you have to like set, step yourself back and away from them, and like just be happy for them and the success they're getting, even though, like, they're not going to put. You, they they probably are never going to put you on it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're probably like you're you're gonna sacrifice time away from your family, time away from your business. You're gonna sacrifice your training. You're gonna sacrifice your career, your your time away from getting yourself better, whatever, for them. That's what you're there for. Yeah. As a coach, that's your job. And then you're gonna get there to the big show and this isn't the NFL. Nobody's talking about like MMA coaches the way they talk about football coaches. Yeah, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Who it is, right? Right. I mean, very few coaches will ever receive any fame. Nah. 99.9% of them, you'll never even hear their name ever spoken. And fighters don't – fighters aren't going to go out there. Like, you kind of just depend on, like, whatever credit they're going to give you once they get there, and they're probably not going to give you any. You know, because right. that's not who they are. They're usually not very good people. You know, they're not no. they're, they're not thinking about other people. They're not thinking about and, – and you just have to, like, accept the fact – and this is where I've come to my life because it's, it's, a, it's a struggle for me because I have a big ego – um, you just have to accept the fact that like you're like that's who you are because that is who I am. I am a coach. Like I, while I do have a big ego, like I love to help people. I love to work with people and see people. Like I love to help other people win. Um, I love being part of other people's success, and it's just who I am to give everything I have to them. It's just part of who I am, and nothing's going to change that. Like right. I could get fucked over by every fighter ever, and. At the end of the day, when a new one comes up and asks for me for my help, I'm probably going to give it to them. It's just who I am. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of coaches that way. I was talking to another coach about one of his fighters who was going through this uh, earlier this week at an, out of another town. And he was like, we were talking about it. He was like, you know what, Jake, though? It was, it's just who we are. It's just who we are. We're, like, it sucks, but it's just who we are. You know? Yeah, but, I mean, if you change that, then really you're just hurting yourself. Right, exactly. Like, why? Like... But you have to like grow up to the point where you're like, I'm not doing this for me at all anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm just doing it for you. So once you start I'm doing just, it for yourself, I'm doing it, it, I'm doing it for you for myself. You know, and that's why. But like, you'd quit if you just did it for yourself, right? Right. Exactly. What would be the point? Yeah. So it, it's 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 a weird it's a weird conundrum being yeah. a coach, and a lot of fighters don't have that. They don't have that. I'm going to do whatever for you to make you successful. Drive. That's just not who they are, and so they become coaches and they're not good at it. They don't. They don't take the time. They just. They don't take the. They don't have the care that a coach should have. Um, and it's a it's a new skill set too. What makes you a good fighter, as far as skill goes, isn't going to make you a good coach. And what makes you a good coach may not always make you a good fighter. The technique part of it does. It's the same, but then you have like. For instance, I was explaining this to somebody the other day. As a coach, um, as a fighter, you just have to worry about yourself and maybe your next opponent. And really, your coach should be worrying about your next opponent more than you. Um, as a coach, like you, you train every fighter and has different needs. Every fighter has different uh, looks. Every fighter has different things they're good at that you're playing into, and, and that you're um, and different weaknesses that they need to work on. And you know what I mean? Like every everybody's a little bit different. And so there's a different game plan for everybody. Exactly. You're training everybody different. So you have to go down and sit down on your own time and watch the film on the next opponent or who's, who they're fighting. You have to come up with a game plan. And what I do when I'm coming up with game plans is 
you really just want to come up with like two to three things. Everybody wants to like have these super long detailed game plans that are like a page long. Waste of time. It's too much. The fighter's not going to be able to retain that. Make it simple. Find one to three things that are keys to victory that you can take advantage of and drill, drill, drill so your fighter doesn't have to think about them. That's what you want. Make it second nature. Right. You want to spend the camp making making those mm-hmm. couple things second nature. Right. A couple different drills and a couple of looks that you're going to do and things you're going to do that are going to that that go beyond a technique go come that are a game because game plan and technique we're going to do this one technique no that's not a that's not a game plan right. a game plan is is how you're going to approach the whole fight and, then, and then now you have shit that are like trigger words right I don't do the trigger word thing no as much as other coaches do but yeah you can it's a it's a it's a good thing to do I'm not I'm not it's into a technique that. right yeah. you know coaching though really is a special role because like I said, <laughs> set aside from fighters like you're coaching. A giant gym full of kids too, though. Yeah. But you got to think of that impact too, also. Though yeah, I don't coach kids anymore. Uh, Very often. Well, you know, you know, I used to. Yeah, but uh, well, not know. even kids. Uh, you got you know some of these teenagers that come in for the yeah. adult classes and stuff. You're still gonna make a giant impact on them. Absolutely. But yeah, that's a uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a special role. It, it is a special role. It's just a it's a it's a tough one to fill. Right. Like yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. It's it can be you know, and honestly, I'm at a point now where I'm gonna be a little more selfish. Just because I'm like I've put off my own fight career for everybody else, I've put off time with my family, whatever. I'm just not gonna do that anymore. You took a fight, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When? June. June what? Twenty eighth. Boxing though. <sighs> I can't do it. It's gonna be the end of the year before I can do it. My knees hurt. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I, my my <laughs> plan is to be in, back in MMA by the end of the year though. That'd no, be dope. November. You wanna fight me first? Yeah. Bet. I'm gonna Bet. start training tomorrow. All right, guys, we, we're at 53 minutes, so we're actually past oh, our, our our scheduled goal time. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to the Man Up Podcast. Do me a humongous favor. Go and uh, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. And when you do leave the review, if you're on iTunes, also just like type out, through, like leave us like a comment. That helps us more people find the show. Share it with somebody. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.